Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cam Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings. And Spitwater, Spitwater high-pressure cleaners, tools, not toys, tough and ready. Sharks v Cowboys, Thursday, 7.50 p.m. Shark team, Shark, Shark team news, no changes. Cowboys team news, no changes. Uh, we've also mm. got a text here. Can the Cowboys make the eight? What do you reckon, Smithy? Well, if they start playing the football that uh, we know they can play, Kempi, I think they'll make the eight. There's no doubt about that. They got a they got a bit of uh, they got a bit of room to catch up though. They they haven't um, helped themselves at all over the last month. But but you know, I think they've they've been far from their best. They're gonna have to do it without Tam Lolo. He's out for another few weeks. But um, this this is a huge game. This one uh, taking on the Sharks. Down in Sydney, and uh, another point I want to make—they're they're actually the two teams they're playing. So the the best player of the of judged on the field will be receiving the Paul Green Medal, mm. of course, in mm. in memory of Paul Green, who uh, was a part of both of these uh, clubs and was the uh, first and only premiership coach of the Cowboys. So a lot to play for. On top of you know the two points um, to be the inaugural winner of the Paul Green Medal would be pretty special for one of these players. Um, Sharky's just so hard to beat at home. I just feel as though they're, they're a different team at home um, and they're starting to build into their season. I, I think what we've seen over the last you know couple of games, I've been more impressed with their last fortnight. Defense has started to improve a bit more as well. Um, and, you know, the big players are just playing well. Nico Hines, of course, he's in great form. A lot of talk around him at the moment, whether he should be playing State of Origin. Um, so I think with him playing well, uh, the Sharks team, their defense has improved. I think I think they'll they'll beat the Cowboys. Mate, oh, this is a tough one. I'm, I'm with you, but mm. I'm looking at the odds here. Cowboys I'm with you, currently... but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well... The Cowboys are paying four bucks. Yeah, that's in a two-horse race. Mate. That's big. They went down yeah. there and, and stole a couple of points off of, well, not points, a, a prelim berth yes. last year. That's right. Ooh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, look, in regards to if you just get the, the punting out of it, I think the Sharks get the job done. With the Cowboys, that last two minutes, I want to see that for 80 minutes. That last yeah. two minutes of that game where they were on under the pump, they just kept turning up for each other constantly on the, just repeated effort after yep. repeated effort. They just basically said, we refuse to lose. We refuse to lose. If they can take that mindset, spread it across the 80 minutes. I know they're without Jason Tamalolo. Mm. I know they're struggling with injury. But if you're going to beat the Sharkies, if you, you want to get them into a grind, because unfortunately on an attacking front, you're yeah. not going to out-attack the Sharks at the moment. No, no. They are way too silky. So yeah. if I'm the Cowboys, I am trying to upset everything. I want, you know what? I want to do what the Raiders did to the Broncos a few weeks ago. That's what yeah. I'll be doing. Yeah, just get get in and get under their skin. Make them make them uncomfortable. Like don't allow don't allow the you can't allow the Sharks when when they're in a good mood to dictate terms. You've got to get in there and, and really ruffle their feathers feathers a little bit. I I still don't know what's happened to the Cowboys, their defence. It's just it, it's it's a, it's a shadow of their 2022 defensive performances. It's just it's like it's gone out the window. Like the other night, okay, so they so they they they're able to, to scramble and get a late try 
against Newcastle, who have been much improved over the last, you know, two to three weeks. But they come up with 47 missed tackles, the Cowboys, compared to Newcastle's uh, like sort of 20-odd, 23-25. And the Knights only completed, completed Kempe at 67%. I know. So the Cowboys are, you know, they, they did a pretty good job with their ball control the other night. They, they were over 80%. But to only just get past the Knights where they didn't control the football, um, that that's a concerning thing. Whereas defense is certainly their issue at the moment. I think attack they can get going pretty easily. Like they just they just need a couple of things to go their way, find their groove again. Big player back like Taumalolo, but their defense the defense is a whole team thing. It's not an ind- well well sorry, it starts as an individual thing, but it's it's like their team defensive systems just aren't working. Mate, compared I, to compared to last year, where they were so good. Yeah, you know, I agree. I, I think it's the, the contact. I just think they're losing the contact battle in attack and defense. I would be having a, a really close look at what their uh, strength and conditioning has been like this year. Are they, you know, hitting the same targets as they did in the preseason year before? Are they feeling fatigued because of the World Cup, the longer year? I, I really think the Cowboys, compared to the big noticeable difference for me, and I, I spoke about it last week as well, is they're losing the contact. Like, every, like that's how they're slipping off tackles. It's just getting bumped. Yeah. Um, in, in, in attack, they're not making as many meters, or at the very least, they're not breaking games apart to make a defensive line scattered. Mm-hmm. So I would just love to know, like, is it, is it the fact that they're, they're fatigued from such a big year last year or have they become complacent and they're just struggling to get back that non-complacent attitude that they had last year? Yeah. Well, well, you'd like to think it's not – they shouldn't have any sort of complacency mm. given the way they finished. Now, they had a fantastic year. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, reaching a, a prelim in the NRL is, is, a, is a wonderful achievement. And you have to play good football to, to reach it. But they fell short. They didn't, they didn't even get to the grand final. They weren't mm. a chance of winning the comp as we know now, mm. um, after being beaten by Parramatta in Townsville. So, w- w- you know, from that point of view, you can go better than what they did last year. Mm. So that should have been the challenge. And, and to do that, you need to be better in all forms of your game. You can't just say, well, oh, look, we'll just roll out again this year. You know, we were one of the better teams in the comp. It'll just happen for us again this year. It, it won't. And the teams that are doing so well, again, and we talk about this a lot, um, the teams that are doing so well this year are the ones that are committed to their defense. And as you mentioned, the contact, they're committed to the contact. They go in aggressively. They make it hard for the opposition to score tries. When, you, when you're happy just to, just to fold and let easy tries in all the time, really hard to win games. Yeah, it's, uh, hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, now on to the Eels versus Knights. Eels team news. Bailey Simons out. Sean Russell moves to centres. Hayes Dunst comes on the wing. Widamu Greg starts for Regan Campbell-Gillard. Makatoa joins the bench. Knights team news. No, change, no changes to the team that lost the Cowboys last week. Ponga has a name to start, but could swap with Tyson Gamble again and start from the bench. How do you see this one playing out, Smithy? Well, well look, I'm going to start with, I'm going to back Knights. I, wow. I, tipped, I, I tipped the Knights against Cowboys last week too, Kempe, um, and they nearly got there. Mm. So I'm going to back Knights again. I just I've I've really liked what I've seen from them from the last few weeks, even though they haven't won every game. But they're they're playing a a, 
a tougher style of uh, footy um, that we haven't seen him play for a while, particularly the start of this year. Very up and down. Um, and the Eels, you know, particularly Rick and Campbell Gillard, huge out. Oh, man. Huge out. Like the combination that he has with Junior Bolo, uh, particularly the way they start games with that that power, that power game where they just try to early meters, get you on the back foot, fatigue you through the middle, dominate the opposition forward pack. I think that's going to be, it, yeah, it's a big, it's a it's a huge out for Parramatta. And, and it could change com- the way they play or or even approach the start of the game completely. I'm gonna I'm, I'm backing Knights here. Ooh, see, I I'm back, backing them in. Oh, I backed Knights last week as well. I just I think the Eels just may have a bit too much firepower in regards to Sean Lane back, Madison back for a couple of weeks now. You know, Dylan Brown slowly you know growing into the game. In saying that, if Ponga starts. You could see a market difference. When he came on the field for the Knights, yeah. geez, he looked explosive. Geez, he looked quick. Yeah. Um, so we're still not we, – we, we don't know really. Like, he's named to start, but he, he still could start off the bench. That's right. Yeah. We, we're not, not 100% sure. But, I, oh, man, this is, a, this is a really tough game to – what an opportunity for the Knights, though. You know, mm. what a massive opportunity to go down and beat the Eels uh, with a – you know, let's say Ponga does start. Oh, just – would be incredible. Yeah. And I, and I think the, the way they, they look at it, the Knights, and look at last week is, is hey, boys, let's go down there. Let's aim to score early points. Mm. Like, let's go after it straight up. Like, I, I know every team wants to start well, and, and that's always a goal. But some, some teams have different sort of mindsets. Like, you hear players and coaches talk about playing the long game. Well, that means, hey, let's not overplay our hand early. Let's just stay in it, complete our sets, kick well, defend well, and we'll wear the opposition down and, and get the points late and win the game in the second half. Whereas other teams, which I'm saying the Knights maybe should approach this game this way, is, hey, let's let's go after it. Mm. Let's, you know, let's, let's have a go at, you know, some early shifts and chance our arm on the edges early and throw a couple of offloads away and see what happens. Like, bring... Guys like Lockie Miller into the game. If Caelan Ponga starts, same thing. Give him some early ball. Test out the edges of the Parramatta defence. Because last week, you look at last week, when there was a bit of scoreboard pressure on Parramatta, they come up with errors when they shouldn't have come up with errors. Mm. Like they were, they were trying to throw miracle passes and offloads when they shouldn't have been passing offloads. Like early tackles, I think they made several um, mistakes on early tackles, like tackle two, tackle three. Places where they shouldn't be making errors. Mm. And that was all through scoreboard pressure from the Broncos. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. I will say, is it time the Eels consider potentially starting hands at nine? Well, no, because then Hodjo can't win a Deli M. Mate, possibly, possibly. Possibly, I think there's a, there's a bit of there's been a bit of a discussion or talk around that whether they mix that up. Um, that that may happen. That may happen. You know, have the younger man start the game, um, bit of energy, bit of ball movement, bit of running, and then bring Josh Hodgson onto the field. You know, after the stings taken out of the match, maybe 25 minutes, get him on when there's a little bit of fatigue in the match and he can start his craft. That may happen at some stage. 
Kempi. Because he might be on the money, mate. Because last week he played for 31 minutes, zero runs, zero meters, obviously, 16 tackles, five misses. Hodgson. Hodgson. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that's why those those sort of um, opinions were made around that Parramatta, Parramatta may have to address that position and whether whether it is a better option to have hands starting nine and bringing Hodgson off the bench um, just to bring experience later in uh, the latter stages of the game. Um, it, it could be an option. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Brad Arthur actually you know, has a little bit of a play with that ploy. All right. Uh, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty of more footy to preview. Welcome back to the captain's run with Cameron Smith. Now let's get into our game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp building a more resilient Queensland. And that's the Suncorp spirit. We've got the Broncos v the Rabbitohs Friday, 8 PM Suncorp stadium, Corey Oates, ma'am has all out. Uh, ma'am has being out. Absolute joke, but whatever. Jesse Arthurs, <laughs> Jesse Arthurs comes onto the wing. Jock Madden starts at five, eight. Keenan Palacia replaces Haas. Rabbitohs, Tavita Totola returns. Uh, Hame Sale goes to the bench. Saluka Fafita is 18th man. What do you reckon, Smitty? Yeah, oh, look, this has been crueled, I believe. It may well still be a blockbuster. Well, it still is. Um, but it could have been so much more if Payne Haas and Ezra Mam And Corey Oates, Corey Oates, poor old Corey Oates. He's just come back from a broken jaw. Now he's got a knee issue. He's out for a month. But without Mam and Haas, this is going to make it so much more difficult for the Broncos. Not saying they can't win it. Um, I am leaning towards the Rabbitohs, though, given that those players won't won't be playing, Kempe. Um, I'm with you, mate. I I believe they should be playing, but they're not. Um, They took the early pleas, uh, a match each, so they'll sit out. Um, Rabbitohs... Uh, they're still not – they're a strange one. They're a really strange one for me, the Rabbitohs, because they are such a talented footy side, but they just – they show you it in patches. They don't come out and absolutely dominate sides for a full 80 minutes. Like, they'll, they'll go on a bit of a run for 15 minutes and then they just – they're happy just to almost sort of go to sleep, if you will. Um, and then they explode again, and then they go to sleep, and then they explode again. I'd love to see them just come out from the opening whistle and just go bang, bang. Yeah. Just we're on. Cody taking the line on. Latrell taking you know tough carries off his own line. Early tackles. We know the forward pack. What the forward pack can do. Cam Murray, of course, he just he plays his backside off every week. Um, but I'd just love to see it all just click for the rabbits. Just so we can see like a complete eighty-minute performance from them, because mm. because what we are seeing in patches is like this is a team that, if it all comes together, they they really could put a big dent in this competition. Um, for Broncos, I'd look at this as a, a huge challenge for them. Righto, boys. Hey, we're we're sitting top of the ladder. We're playing at home in front of our home fans. Going to be a big crowd uh, Friday night. Um, and we're taking on a side that, you know, is is in a bit of form at the moment with with particularly some of the big name players of our code playing well also in mm. Cody Walker um, and Latrell Mitchell, um, just to name a couple. But um, if they were to go out and win without Payne Haas, 
um, in particular. Ezra Mam is is playing really well, of course, in the number six jersey. But that really could just – I know they're confident at the moment with where they're at, but the amount of confidence they'll take out of that if they were able to get a victory against the Rabbitohs without a pain Haas would be huge for their season. Oh, mate. If if they could go out there and beat an in-form Rabbitohs side without pain Haas, without Ezra Mam, it would be phenomenal. Look, if I'm, if I'm the Broncos – um, you know, staff or whatever coaching staff, I'm laying down a challenge and say, boys, if you think you're a premiership threat, we make this a contest. You know, it, it, we don't even necessarily need to win, but yeah. we make this a contest because, you know, the Panthers have shown, the Storm have shown, the Roosters have shown over the last few years, without key players, they still take it to the top tier sides. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the, the real challenge for uh, the Brizzy Broncos. I will say as well, Haas is obviously a massive out, a massive out. But when you sit here and you go, okay, Flegler, you're against Totola. Do you reckon you could take it to him? I think you could. Keenan, you're against Jairo. Do you reckon you, I think you could take it to him too? Kurt Catewell versus Cheekam, Ricky versus Host, Carrigan versus Murray. Tell me on paper that forward pack isn't just as strong as the Rabbitohs. So I, I really, as I said, I know they're big outs. But we still have a team on paper that can win this game uh, from the Brisbane Broncos' perspective. Yeah. Um, from the Rabbitohs' perspective, oh, man, more of what we did last week. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Particularly, the, particularly the, the like final stages of the game. Yeah. Right? They finished so strongly. Um, huge play down the left-hand side, of course, the, to come up with um, yeah, the, the – well, the big play, uh, the nice inside ball from AJ back to Cody Walker, which set up a try for uh, was it was it Tass? I think I think scored yep. the try. Yep. Um, you know, and and I must say, like I'll point out that they they did an extremely good job to um, identify that they had uh, Salmon Penrith because of a couple of uh, changes to their side. Um, Salmon was actually defending in that right centre position. So they knew they had a mismatch out there. They just had to get the ball out there. Um, so great to see that the, you know those players are looking up. They're they're aware of what's happening in the game, aware of what the opposition are doing. So they identified that. So it shows that they're they're locked in at the moment. They're focused. Mm. Um, and just on the point with the Broncos, I you know I I believe that's the way Kebby will be preparing them, knowing the way Kebby coaches. He'll he'll just be saying, "Hey boys, let's get out there. Mm. Like we 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 are leading this competition at the moment for a reason." We are currently the best team in the comp. We play in front of our home fans at our beautiful big stadium up here at Suncorp. Let's get out there and just have a crack. Yeah. Like we, we can beat these fellas. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, now let's get on to that's the game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Make sure you're a Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for a quote today. Thanks to Suncorp Spirit Raiders v. The Dolphins. Saturday, 3 p.m. McDonald's Park. Wagga Wagga. We got uh, Jordan Rapana returns on the wing. Nick Kotrick is out with a hammy injury. Dolphin team news. Kenny Bromwich returns from suspension. Herman SASA moves to the bench. What do you reckon, Smithers? I find it hard to knock the Dolphins. Same. You just <laughs> you cannot knock them at the moment because you know they will be there. There's been one game this year where they've just they haven't been in the match, and that was when they played the Dragons. But every other game that they've played, they've they've won five of eight so far. Those three that they've lost, they've been well and truly in the game. 
well and truly in the game. Like I'm talking, like what, what when they took on the Broncos, it took a um, it took a huge play right at the death for the Broncos. Katoni Staggs to pick that ball up off his bootlaces, beat three defenders, run forty meters, beat another defender, and then score a try for the Broncos to win that one. So they could well be six from eight at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they've dealt with injuries. They they've dealt with suspensions already um, in the early stages of this competition, and they're still there. They're sitting they're sitting eighth at the moment, so it's hard to knock them. Canberra, um, they they play that style of footy, as we said. You know that that is just tough, and and we've seen that over the last couple of weeks. Um, playing in Wagga as well. Not sure. Not too sure what the. Not too sure what the weather's going to be like there this weekend. It, it could be a little bit chilly for the Dolphins boys traveling down from Queensland, but mm. um, it's hard to knock, mate. I, I find it hard. <laughs> I find, and thinking about saying this about the Dolphins, where compared to where we were all in the preseason, you know, looking at their squad and, and whatnot, you, you'd think you're a bit mad sort of backing the Dolphins now, but they'll be there. They'll, they'll be right in the thick of it at the end. These guys, these guys met each other. Must um, just put a point out. They only met each other in round two, so it's not that long ago. What, seven weeks ago, they played mm. each other. Strange how the competition works on like this, mm. but anyway. Um, and the Dolphins, they come from behind again in this game to win it. That they, they scored just on the tick of half time, um, if I remember properly, and they had a really strong second half. Mm. In the wet, it was so. There goes my theory of you know tricky conditions being in Wagga a bit cooler might be wet so <laughs> they can they're they're a team for all conditions um mate I'm gonna I have to back them I have to back the Dolphins I can't go away from them sorry Ra- Raiders had a bye <laughs> last week didn't they yeah they did yep. I'm gonna go Raiders because they'll be fresh whereas Dolphins massive massive performance last week surely that the Raiders uh come yeah. in fresh and hot and heavy uh, yep. But we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got more footy to preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith, Seagulls versus the Titans, Saturday, 5.30, Four Points Park. Tom Travojevic has been named to play, but will need to pass a fitness test in order to play. Tui Polotu returns on the wing. Garrick moves to the centres for injured Brad Parker. Cooper Johns replaces Josh Schuster at six. Talungi returns to second row. Ethan Bullimore moves back to the bench. Titans, Jojo Fafita moves to centers. Philip Sammy starts on the wing in a positional switch. Haas and Vuna replace Leeming and Michele on the bench. How do you see this playing out, Smithers? Yeah, some uh, some big changes there with the Titans after their well, their fail in the second half of, of the game on the weekend. And I think, you know, changes needed to be made just to shake up a few things around the Gold Coast Titans footy side. Um, Seagulls, question marks over Tommy. Trebojevic, he just is he. Is, are they are they confident he's going to play? I cannot believe it. I yeah. cannot believe. I cannot believe at this part of the season, he goes off with a groin, even if it's a twinge. Now maybe it's just a media spin to take away like the fact that you know he's out yeah. for a few weeks. Why he would even be considered to be playing oh, blows my mind. Risky. Risky, particularly when you've got a, a an, an able replacement in Ruben Garrick. Like Ruben Garrick, well, he's he's moving to the well, he's saying he's moving to the centres, but we, you know, it might be a bit of smoke and mirrors. But that's mate, a risky. Second, that's a risky on the play. Table. That's second, a risky play. They're second on the table, mate. Like yeah, what? 
Yeah. What are we <laughs> when, doing? When you got such a such an important part of your outfit, with question knowing his knowing his his history of injuries. I, oh, mate! If there's any any doubt whatsoever, treat him like a treat him like a thoroughbred. Hundred percent. Any t- any type of any signs of lameness. <laughs> I'm using horse terms here. Lameness. Any lameness. Pull like scratch him. Mate, you got KO Weeks. He's a gun fullback. Put him back there. Give him a crack. Yeah. It was only two weeks ago. Tom Trevojevich could barely run because of back spasms. Yeah. Yep. I I am absolutely mind blown that mm. there isn't a strong enough call because because Tommy would want to play. Of course he wants to play. We're talking about yeah. Tom Trevojevich here. Well, every player wants to play yeah. every game. Make the make the strong call and say, Tommy, yeah. take yep. two weeks off, and you'll yep. be sweet. And you'll be tip-top, come back in, get a couple of games. Origin's there. You play Origin. Stay fit. Against let's, the push for, let's push for a premiership. We're sitting yeah. second against the Titans, and we're, we're risking Tom Dravojevic. Yeah, I don't know. Big call. And, 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 and then on top of that, Josh Schuster. It, like, so he misses the first few rounds, I think, where Cooper Johns played in the halves, and then he comes back in, plays one game, mm. out with injury. Returns, plays one game, out with injury. Yeah, just they're having some dramas at, at Manly there at the moment. But back to the footy, um, yeah, a bit. I, I don't know how scarred they'd be the Titans after that that uh, implosion in the second half where they just they, they just didn't play. Well, they stopped playing early, and then at the end where they still held a small lead over the Dolphins, it was like they it's like they were chasing points. They were, they, were, they were trying to throw miracle balls and AJ Brimson, wonderful player and has played some great footy this year so far. He made that little half break down the left-hand side and then he tried to throw that miracle ball over the top of Izarko and Izarko, Izarko picked it off. Titans were up by two at that point. It was like four minutes to go. Mate, the, the great Fosdog, the great foreign was doing kicks on the third off his line trying to get Pereira and they no, were up by 12. No, 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 no. Hold the ball, play the set out. Kick long. Mate, I've always said, and you can, obviously, you've got a way better insight into this, but I've always felt, and we were always taught, you don't attack your way out of momentum shifts. You defend your way out of momentum shifts. Mm. Uh, is that, am I crazy or like? Well, well, mate, particularly when the scoreboard is in your favor. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're not chasing points, so why play the risky play? Mm. Play the high percentage play, boys. Play the high percentage play. Yeah. Run in numbers, back each other up, but we don't need to offload. We don't need to throw loopy passes over the top of defenders' hands. We don't need to kick early, cross kicks, trying to find our wingers. Just play, just run the clock down, play the game out, and get a grind, grind away to a victory. Um, so I think even, with the, even if there is changes, Tommy T, obviously a big out if he's scratched late. Um, but they've got some, as we spoke about, they've got some able replacements there. K.O. Weeks, of course. Um, Ruben Garrick can move back there if if needed. Uh, I, I think Manly, I think Manly will win this one, particularly at Four Pines, mate. They're yeah. they're strong. They love playing there. They yeah. love playing there. And they, and if it's a big crowd, um, Saturday five thirty probably should get. No, I reckon they'll get a decent crowd there. They get right behind their team and they just they get them home. Yeah, I I just when I look at the Titans, I go. What are the whenever the Storm and the Panthers are under the pump? What do they do? They go long pass to their half, and they hit a wide running forward on a 
three in defender and they go yeah. from there. And I just don't understand why teams don't just go, oh, we're a bit under the pump here. Long pass yeah. to half, hit a wide running forward. We keep going down that corridor. Anyway, um, look, it's, I mean, look, it's, I'm, I'm couch coach here, so I know it's much harder on the field. Panthers v <laughs> Tigers, Saturday, 7.30, Carrington Park in Bathurst. Peachy replaces Tungo in centre. Oh, that's interesting because they've got a couple young guns. David mm-hmm. Nofaluma returns on the wing for his first game since round three at the expense of Charlie Staines and Brett Naden. Brent Naden turns to centre. How do you see this playing out, Smithers? Um, there, there was some good signs, some some more positive signs from the Tigers um, across the weekend. I was watching them and I thought, well, that, it's, the effort, i seen the effort. I was much more buoyed by the effort that they showed um, in that match, uh, still think they're trying to work work out the game plan that works for their players. Um, I don't know how much of this game you've seen, mate, but I think they, they had about 10 wraparounds in one half of football <laughs> close to the line, and it was all done in relatively slow motion. Um, it, it looked as though, um, you know, it was the influence of, you know, the guys that are there in charge, Robbie Farrar, Benji Marshall, Tim Sheens, it was it was the style of footy that worked for those guys, mm. um, but that was quite some time ago now, and you're dealing with completely different players as well. Mm. So it's not like you can just say, "Hey boys, look, this is what worked for us. Go out and do that." It's a, it's a different game. They've got different players, um, different outcome, of course. So I just think that they're still trying to work out what is the best way to use the football with the players that they have. I'm thinking. If you're happy, Coruscant, I'd be sitting down with the coaches and saying, listen, this is the way we need to play. Mm. You know, get our big four. This is what made Penrith so strong. And 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 again, it's a reflection of why I feel Penrith uh, are not as fluent as they have been in the past three years is the absence of Api Coruscant. I think they're really missing the craft that he provides from nine. Mm. And, and when I mean craft is... His show one side, come out the other, his little two steps to commit a marker, send his big man across the advantage line into the defensive line and creating momentum. Mm. I, I think that's what they're lacking at Penrith at the moment. But that's what Appy has to do as the nine, as the skipper, and say, listen, like, get me in the game. And this is the way we do it. And this is what I can do to help guys like Brooks get into the game, get their momentum across the ad line, get them at the defensive line quickly. This is the way we should be playing. I'd like to think that that's happening rather than the coaches, all the coaches just saying, hey, look, this is what we want you to do. Smithy, you want to hear something crazy? On the weekend, the Tigers ran for 500 more metres than Manly and had 58% possession of the ball. And they were still unable to win and execute. And when I see that, it just proves your point. Appy is getting these boys... Yeah. Where they need to go, yep. But unfortunately, the six and seven are not executing the way they need to execute to win matches. It's mm. it's it's so obvious. It's glaringly obvious. So what they're doing, what you're saying is they they're running. They they've got a lot of direct running with intent. It gets them down near the try line, and then they want to do wraparounds. Wraparounds, like when like you throw it in every now and then to just like throw <laughs> things off. But you know what? It, it like you know. To me, as an anal- analyst, I guess, yep, it screams to me that we don't have ball players that can square defenses up. So we're instead, yeah, we're lacking ball players. Yep. Instead, yep. we're going to use wraparounds to try and square and hold defenses up. And it's like, 
that just shows you that your six and seven aren't holding the the, the defensive lineup. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what they are, mate. They're they're effective plays when run plop properly. Mm. So and and when they when they did numerous of plays of the wraparounds the other day, um, they were done with not a whole lot of speed. Um, at times, you know, guys mistiming their their run, you know, to, to to punch lines or option runners, short option runners, guys out the back slightly out of position. So, when you're running those type of plays, the timing has to be perfect from every player in that sequence of play. Mm. And I get, you know, was it the first time we've seen a lot of those plays happen um, the way they did in the other game? Yeah, it is. So maybe they are sort of you know, working towards something. But they just they, they tried to execute on the weekend. It didn't quite come off for them. But yeah, the modern game when when you see all the good plays come off close to opposition try line in in the modern game, it's done. It's all done with speed. Mm. Things happen quickly. They make defenders make decisions quickly, um, and it's when you find space. Yeah, and you square the def- you make this defense stop moving sideways. Um, Obviously, we're both going. Well, I'm going Tigers because they're paying about seven thousand dollars. But I think we're going um, going Panthers this one. But I tell you what, Panthers. they got to win one soon. They got to yeah. win one soon. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got our last matches, couple matches of the round to preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith, Warriors, Roosters, Smithy. How do you see this game playing out? Well, I tell you what, it it was a um a, again really impressive. Uh, game last night uh, until they suffered a few injuries and, and copped a, um, a sin binning. They were well and truly in the game, the Warriors. I, I, If they got through that game unscathed, I was actually leaning towards tipping them against the Roosters. Mm. Playing back in at Mount Smart, they're, they're over there on Sunday, 2 o'clock. I was going to back them, but after um, what happened to them last night, Torhu Harris, Jazz Tavanga, Nickel Klogstad, they're all out injured. Dylan Walker, not sure what he's doing yet. With um, he's been given um, two weeks, so I don't know whether he's contesting that or not. I'm, I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, a lot of big outs. Um, guys coming back in though. Um, Volkman, Wade Egan's back. Um, very good players, but I think Roosters going over there. Nat Butcher back from suspension. Crichton goes to the bench. Corey Allen replaces Daniel Tupo on the wing. Um, of course, Daniel Tupo, you seen him limp from the field yesterday. I- I'm going to go the Roosters. Okay. Um, off the back of those big outs for the Warriors. And Dragons v. Bulldogs. How do you see this playing out? Yeah, Dragons. Well, they nearly got one, didn't they? Mm. In the big Anzac clash, which they've they've actually had some good results over the years in that one. But um, Kyle Flanagan, mate, he's been dropped again. Um, Joshy Reynolds, the grub, he goes into six. Uh, mate, I'm I'm saying Dragons. They get a victory. Yeah, I agree, mate. I Red think Dragons White. get the job done. I think uh, Joshy Reynolds at six is going to be interesting because he hasn't – it's been good for energy, but he's actually – you know, he has a few errors and um, penalties, and you add that to Marnie, that can be – starts to – there's quite a few penalties when you add them together. I'm not, I'm not too sure about uh, starting Renault at six. I wonder whether that's a smoke and mirrors for Oluwapu to potentially get a late pull call into the side. Wow. Be very interesting. But if it is, what a great return by Reynolds. If he has earned that six jersey again, yeah. holy, who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Um, yeah, well, it was, lo- it was long odds, wasn't it, that 
really. Yeah. He would have maybe have got that, but no, he's he's made his way back and he's obviously trained hard and fought hard for that position and yeah. he's stuck at it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Flano, do you think, look, do you think it's, oh, I know it sounds disrespectful, but I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Is it time he goes to Super League to get a bit of confidence back? Does he try and fight his way yeah. back in? It, well, I just don't know. Well, you may you mentioned that um, maybe start of the year. I think you you may have tossed that up about um, Kyle Flanagan sort of going over there and building a bit of confidence like we've seen a lot of halves do over the years. I know um, having played a fair bit of football with Blake Green, he did that because he had stints with the Bulldogs and, and Parramatta, I believe. And, 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 and then he said, no, I'm going to go over to Super League. You know, um, try and work out my game over there. Played for I think Hull, and he played for and he played for yeah. Where did he, where did he win, his, win his premiership? Blake Green, I think. Well, was it Hull? Wigan. But you know, uh, Wigan. Mm. I think he, yeah, Wigan. He, he won a premiership and a Challenge Cup possibly mm. um, with them, and and so come back a completely different player, completely different player, very confident. So it might do in the world of good, mate. And also Hastings as well has gone back and he's played some really, really good footy. Uh, We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to pick our sure things that are not so sure.